Hi guys, it's TJ and you're listening to Talks with TJ, the podcast I do to talk about life, writing, and being mixed race. Follow me on all social media and that's it. That's the whole intro because we're not going to talk about my book today. We're actually going to talk about life, something that doesn't have to do with writing or being mixed race. That's why I included the life thing at the beginning. Now you're learning. So I did a poll on Instagram to ask whether I should talk about one thing or the other. And pretty much everybody, except a few people, um, wanted me to talk about a very interesting time in my life that many of you may not know exists. But they wanted me to talk about the fact that um, I went to a fat camp when I was 14 years old. So I thought that I would talk about that because... Well, everyone wanted me to, and I'm literally not ashamed at all to answer your very intriguing questions about Fat Camp. So we took some questions from Instagram, and we're going to figure those out right now, figure out how to answer them. So uh, as always, we have my producer Casey on the line with us here. Say hello, Casey. Hello, everyone. Yeah, so Casey is going to read some of the randomly picked questions from these beautiful people who asked them, and we're just going to go go ahead with it and start. All right, let's go. All right, the first couple questions, I'm going to only say the first names for confidentiality and where they're from. Uh, we have Tom from the UK. He asked, why do they exist? How do I sign up? And how much does it cost? Okay, so Tom, hello. Welcome to the podcast. I would do a fake British accent to welcome you, but I literally don't know how to do that. So, (laughs) and it might be offensive. I don't know. So, first of all, did he ask, how do I sign up? Yeah, he said, why do they exist? How do I sign up? And how much does it cost? Okay, so first question is, why do they exist? Wow, good question, Tom. I don't know. I literally (laughs) do not know why they exist. I... (laughs) I, when I was 14, the reason that I decided to go to this fat camp is because it kind of disguised itself as like an adventure type camp where you just kind of like lost weight at the same time. Like it didn't explicitly say fat camp, which I really wish it would have, but (laughs) it it showed a bunch of like kind of hefty kids like yours truly. And they were all like in canoes and they were laughing and eating s'mores but they were also losing weight progressively in the photos so i was like hey you know what that sounds like a great time make some friends chill out eat some s'mores somehow still lose weight you know i probably could have stood to lose a couple pounds so i was like why not so being the bored kid i was went uh i have no idea why it exists tom i really do not because i I'm not going to be like my brother who went with me to the fat camp, which by the way made no sense because my brother was like very thin, but I'm not going to be like my brother and compare it to prison like he often does, (laughs) but I will say that it was a very unpleasant experience and I'm truly not sure why it exists, Tom. I don't think that you should sign up, but if you so choose to after you listen to the rest of this podcast, which please do, um... I think all you have to do is really type in like fat camps near me. I don't know. Probably Google knows. I don't know how it is in the UK, but I think Google UK probably knows where fat camps are. 
If they exist. If they exist in the UK. We don't know. Sometimes the UK is, like, smarter than us, so who knows. And uh, how much does it cost? I do not know. I was 14, and my parents were kind enough to pay for it because they are nice parents and did not question the fact that I wanted to literally go to a fat camp. So, right, right. Anyway, thank you, Tom, for your questions. Let's move on. All right, next we have Eliza from South Korea. She said, How did you get kicked out? What were the people like? And what was your schedule? All right, I want to preface this by saying, Yes, I did get kicked out. <laughs> Eliza from South Korea knows this because I very publicly put that on social media because I thought people should know because it's funny. But uh, I did get kicked out. And Eliza, to answer your question, very long story, but I was kicked out after 11 days because I tried to start a coup within the fat camp. Yes, I did that. I basically was very upset with the conditions that they had us in. Again, not going to exaggerate like my brother (laughs) and say prison, but it really was not great. I mean, we barely ate anything and it was... Uh, It was just horrible. So I wanted to rebel against um, the administration, I guess. And so I had a bunch of people over at my cabin and we planned to basically do like this huge, like, you know, protest at the fat camp dance, which yes, that was a thing the fat camp dance and the theme that the year that I went was southern that was literally the theme (laughs) and so a great theme a great theme yes and we actually had fat camp on a farm like the fat camp was literally on a farm and we all like had houses that we lived in but we were literally on farmer property so the fact that we all had to put on boots and be really southern on a farm was like honestly one of the most surreal moments of my life with a bunch of fat kids like it was just crazy also i don't see the word fat as a bad thing i want to preface that um right now because i am a person who is uh, i don't know how to put this politely thick i guess we'd say yeah in today's society that is a commonly used word yes t-h-i-c-c so (laughs) i'm thick obviously i went to a fat camp but i don't see fat as a bad thing i see it as like a way to describe people i think you can be fat and beautiful fat and attractive and intelligent and everything else i mean it's not an insult to call someone short in my opinion if they are short and i'm fat so like That's not an insult to me. I don't see that as me tearing myself down. I think I'm very beautiful. So when I call these people fat, it's not because I hate them or something. It's just that, you know, we're all overweight. Let's just call it what it is and be proud of our bodies and body positivity. And thank you. But Eliza, to get back on my point, I started a coup with a bunch of these kids and they were so behind me. I was the Katniss of this situation and we were in the literal hungry games so (laughs) this was a real situation and we were going to demand better food or else we weren't going to stick to their schedule and 
Long story short, one of the kids ratted me out to get extra food from one of the counselors. Mm. And my brother and I were promptly sent home the next day. Uh, That sounds wonderful. Yeah, it was actually really great because my brother had been trying to break one of his limbs to leave. I'm glad I'm, I'm okay. Well, that's dramatic. I just realized what you said. It that was like the really only way they would let kids leave. <laughs> no, but I, it's good that you guys got to eat again from what it sounds like after you left. Yeah, it was great. The first, you know what the first thing we ate was? What? Indian food. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, of course. Of uh, course. I don't blame you. I would have done the same thing. Right? Yeah. I was so happy about it. I was like, you know, all these people. I felt so bad though because all my friends were so upset that we didn't get to like stage this coup and they were all sobbing when I left and I was like I'll never forget you and then like 10 minutes later I'm like knee deep in sog paneer and I was like who are those kids what just happened (laughs) okay that's a that's a big move though yeah I know I was like what forget that anyway so what was the I'm sorry anyway that's how I got kicked out Eliza after 11 (laughs) days the next two questions are what were the people like and what was your schedule so the people at fat camp if we're talking about the campers, were lovely. I loved them. They were my best friends for 11 days. And <laughs> I just really enjoyed their company. They were super fun, you know, so many different personalities. A lot of them were super kind of brainwashed to think that because they were fat, they were like less worthy, mm. which is was part of my platform as a leader was hey they can't treat us like this just because we're fat doesn't mean we're not people so I think I empowered all of them in kind of a way and I found some of them on Facebook recently and they're all doing really great and they are all super body positive so you know great people hey that's exciting I'm glad they're all doing great yes I'm so happy for them anyway so yeah they were great people and our schedule let me tell you right now what my schedule was yes we exercised seven and a half hours a day at fat camp. That's like the amount of hours I'm awake per day. Yeah, right? Me. Okay, so Maybe literally... It shouldn't be, but oh well. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> That's always something you want to hear from your manager, guys. Anyway, so literally, they made us exercise seven and a half hours a day. I think... Okay, so we got up at six. We ate breakfast at 6.30. We had our first... That's so early. Yes, I know. We had our first activities, I think, at around 8. And because we had a meeting in the breakfast room, it was weird. Oh. And... Do you remember what they would say at the meeting? Yeah, they'd just be like, this person's being annoying. These people (laughs) won the movie challenge. Like great announcements (laughs) yeah like the phones are down you can't call your parents and ask them to rescue them you oh yikes well that's fun yeah so it was just normal meeting stuff yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm. the chairs are broken (laughs) oh nice yeah so it it was just normal stuff and then we would go and we would exercise from eight o'clock in the morning to whatever seven hours plus that is I'm not good at math. Okay, well, anyway, (laughs) it was like nighttime (laughs) or afternoon. And then we would have three to five minutes to shower. And then we would... I'm sorry. I'm Okay, I'm sorry. Three to five minutes to shower? Yeah, you heard me right. After exercising for like eight plus hours? Yes. That sounds terrible. And cold water too. Oh, no. That's just the worst. Yeah, it was not pleasant. So we would 
shower very briefly. And then we would get dressed, get ready, go to dinner, quote unquote, and we would eat and then they would force us to stay awake until 10 p.m. playing weird games or doing weird bonding activities and like we couldn't get out of these. That's so strange. I know it was really weird and my first night there the activity that we played was speed dating. How did what with camp, with camper what what are the age ranges of these campers? So literally like it would just be it had to be people that were like not children. So but everyone else so could like, participate. So like high school and up basically? No, because well, yeah, I guess technically. So I was 14, right? Right. The youngest person in the speed dating was 11. That's horrifying. And the oldest was like 25 that's, because that was a counselor. That's even more horrifying. Right, but the 11-year-old and the 25-year-old like wouldn't get paired up, but me and like a 19-year-old would. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it was very odd. I did not want to be there. That's fair. Most of like my close friends at Fat Camp were like nine-year-olds because I wasn't scared of them. <laughs> That's understandable. So, Wait, like, why were you scared of the other ones? I wasn't totally scared of the other ones. It's just that I was very awkward and people... I mean, yeah, you were 14. Right, I was 14 and a lot of the people at Fat Camp were really intimidating. Like, there was a popcorn cartel that was going on. Oh my goodness. Right, like, these kids would win the... Uh, contest every week we had a contest whoever had the cleanest cabin would get to go out to go see a movie so when whoever went to go see the movie whatever cabin they would they would find popcorn wherever they could like in the dumpsters and stuff like that at these movie theaters oh my gosh and they would baggy them up like put them in baggies and then give them to the leaders like the seniors at the camp and then and sometimes the counselors and they would sell these baggies of popcorn to kids for like 25 bucks each oh my gosh that's crazy right so like you see why i was scared of everyone who wasn't nine yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i would i would stay away from those popcorn cartels yeah i I feel you (laughs) also i was like i just am not desperate enough to eat like dirty popcorn trash popcorn yeah trash <laughs> literal trash popcorn i i just can't ever see myself being hungry enough well god willing anyway so that was what the schedule was like yeah. all right <laughs> next right. question yeah that was the last from eliza um last but certainly not least we have rachel from alabama and she asked what was the best and worst thing about fat camp how are the counselors and do you think it was beneficial to anyone there I think you kind of answered part of the first two, but I want to hear more, so keep talking. All right, so wait, what were what was the first question? What was the best and worst thing about Fat Camp? The best thing about Fat Camp. Wow, that is a tough question. Yeah, was was there anything good? Yeah, that did not sound very convincing. Okay, well, <laughs> that's because it isn't super convincing. <laughs> I knew it. Okay, so the best thing about Fat Camp was probably when they had a talent show and me and two of my friends tried to sing ice cream and cake at the talent show 
We got stopped because the counselors figured it out, but it was hilarious no, to see how angry no. they were. I'm so sad you got stopped. That's literally incredible. But the counselors were so mad because we had to like perform it for them as like an audition. Oh, like a, like a pre-show. Right. And we were like ice cream and cake and cake. And these counselors, <laughs> they, because they spent their entire existence being like, you're fat, don't eat cake. And then we turned around and we were like ice cream and cake and cake. And... Oh like they hated us we got in so much trouble is it a surprise i got kicked out after that but but that's genius though yeah and it was absolutely the best thing about fat camp in my opinion so i would say that definitely the worst thing about fat camp was when we went on a field trip Yes, all these things happened in 11 days, by the way. Wait, what state is this? What, what state was this in? This was in Florida. It was okay. in Haines City, Florida. Okay, okay, okay. Right. So the... Oh, for those of you that don't know, that's like centralish Florida. Right. So like Nowheresville. Yes. So basically the best thing about Fat Camp was... I mean, I'm so sorry. The worst thing about Fat Camp yes. was when we took a field trip, a fat field trip... Lovely. That's literally what people called it. That's fantastic. So we took a fat field trip to Universal Studios. Um, okay. Shout out to Universal Studios. I actually ended up working there. Woo-hoo-hoo. So yeah, later in life, obviously not at 14. <laughs> but Could you imagine? <laughs> I know, seriously. Operate that ride. No. <laughs> so, I'm a 14-year-old. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know, <laughs> seriously. But it was the worst thing because they had us all wear highlighter yellow baggy t-shirts oh, no. so i kid you not this is a ton of fat kids walking on buses <laughs> coming off buses in highlighter <laughs> yellow giant t-shirts in bright as day florida in bright as day florida on a saturday oh that's gonna be super at hot. like peak time of the year so literally it, it was this in this was in the summer right? it's kind of like a yes. summer fat camp wow that's gotta be hot we could literally be seen from the moon i am convinced <laughs> like that is how just horrible i cannot even describe with words what kind of a neon mess this was it was just awful right. so they obviously everyone obviously knew we were like with some kind of like camp or something some kind of you were all together wellness yes for a kind of obvious reason right they probably were like oh look it's overeaters anonymous trying to ride the mummy oh my god i don't know but i was just like it was just really embarrassing and to make matters worse the ticket itself the ticket itself literally said the name of the fat camp and then underneath it, <laughs> it said Overeater Wellness Center. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. So, like, the attractive guy who, like, scanned my ticket saw it, and I just, I cried. Yeah, I, I feel you. <laughs> I didn't actually cry, but it was a lot of screaming internally. Yeah, that's fair. So that was definitely one of the worst things about Fat Camp. I can think on the top of my head 500 other things, but they're just extremely sad. So I'm not going to bore you with that. But that was probably one of the worst things. Okay, that makes sense. All right, so what was the next thing that Rachel said? She said, how are the counselors and do you think it was beneficial to anyone? You kind of answered how are the counselors, but if you want to go into a little more detail, you can. Or you could just say bad. Okay, bad. (laughs) I think there was one 
or two counselors that I grew to like, but that wasn't very convincing yet again. No. So all of the counselors were the friends or most of them were the friends of the woman who owned the fat camp's son. Mm -hmm. And he was like literally the human equivalent of trash popcorn. Wow. That's interesting i literally really try to not be offensive to someone that badly i can't think of a time i've literally called anyone trash popcorn but believe me (laughs) if i'm saying this you any of you who are listening to my podcast if you met this guy you would call the police (laughs) anyway he was horrible i mean his mom owns a poorly run fat camp so very horribly not surprising exactly so this it was just all his friends and they were all just terrible counselors. I mean, there was a reason my brother was trying to break his arm and get out of there. I still, I, I can't believe he tried to break his own arm. That's it was horrible. And all, most of the counselors were racist. I just want to oh throw that no. out. Oh, that's even worse. They called me and my brother Oreo cookies. Oh it was gosh. horrible. That First of all, that is a racial slur that I don't appreciate. Even though I love Oreo cookies, <laughs> you're trying to ruin them for me. Anyway, <laughs> the last thing Rachel said was. Was it beneficial? Was it beneficial? To anyone. I think she meant mostly the kids. They're not like the counselors, obviously. All right, so I lost two pounds. I just want to throw that out there. That is it. I gained emotional trauma for life and some of the best stories I'll ever have for two pounds. That does not seem worth it. It doesn't even make sense. I exercised like seven and a half hours a day. How did I only lose two pounds? Well, how much did you eat? Like nothing. They didn't well, feed us. Well, then that's why you were just eating starvation. Right? Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. The kids don't do that at home. And definitely don't do that at fat camp. Tom, don't sign up. <laughs> Please, Tom, wherever you are in the UK, hey, don't go to a fat camp. I'm really hoping the, that the Queen banned fat camps from I the UK. agree. <laughs> yeah, that would be fantastic. That's the one thing that the British rule really needs to get their <laughs> act together on is fat camp. Queen Elizabeth, work on this now. Yeah, work on this now if you really care. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It was beneficial to some people. I heard there were a lot of repeat customers so then it's not really beneficial right so like people would lose weight that summer and then like they'd come back there was a girl i was friends with who had been to fat camp eight summers in a row that's insane right and she was not losing weight like she just she would lose weight during the summer and then gain it all back and then come back and lose it all yeah because she's just starving herself over and over right it was just uh yeah, I don't. So it wasn't beneficial to me. It definitely wasn't beneficial to my broken arm brother. And it wasn't beneficial. He, he's probably traumatized. Yeah, he definitely isn't going to listen to this podcast. Yeah, fair. So, yeah, but it wasn't beneficial to anyone I knew personally. But I heard tales. I heard these mythical <laughs> tales of people <laughs> actually losing weight and having a fun time. I mean, I saw it on the website, I saw those happy fat kids in that canoe. I mean, that could have been fake. I did not think about that. Yes. False advertising is a big thing. It is. But you know who doesn't false advertise? TJ Rao. TJ Rao <laughs> and her book, The Cross, which is coming soon, you guys. It's just been pushed back a little. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Check out my social media for updates on when this book is coming out. And I will talk to you next week when we discuss 
red flags for dating. That's Ooh. what it was. That's what the people wanted to hear about. Exciting. Yeah. So get ready because the tea is about to be spilled. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you.